With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Greetings. Welcome inside the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug today. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched collection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, I'm happy you're here today, Mike Harmon, because I did not know if you'd make it in. I thought gamblers would be chasing you because I know you lost a lot last night betting the Ravens streak to get to 25 wins. They fell short. I thought you'd be getting chased all around the country right now. You'd be calling me saying, hey, wire me some cash to Amarillo, Texas. I'm in a bind, but I'm glad you made it in. Well, you know, I, they haven't found me yet, but okay. uh, now, now that okay. you've outed me here on uh, Sports Talk Radio. No, look, it was one of the first times, I think, as a nation, and I mean this for the couple of million people that had vested interest from a betting perspective or just are, are so obsessed with the return of anything resembling football uh, and not football that they were excited to sit and watch, and, and we certainly built up the Ravens streak, but I mean... Go back in that game as it flowed, right? Remember, it became a 27-20 game. What did the Ravens do? They lined up for two. And then they had a penalty that knocked him out of position, so they actually kicked the PAT. They wanted to go for it right there, make it a two-possession game. Say, come and get us. And that would have changed everything. Instead, this was... This was the best preseason game we have seen in years because both teams treated it like a regular season oh, game. Oh, so great. Right? The Ravens, they, they could sit here and say, hey, we don't really care about the streak because they had won 24 consecutive games in the preseason going into last night. If you watch the game, every five seconds, ESPN was reminding you the Ravens have won 24 straight in the preseason. Here's video from their last loss in 2015. Here's video from their first win of the streak later on all the way through. And then at the end, both teams are playing yeah. it like it like it's the end of a regular season game. Final drive, the commanders going down for for a field goal. 
The Ravens call timeout twice to set their defense. They send the house on blitzes a couple of times. The commander's just trying to get enough yards for a field goal. They're not just trying to run their off and see what they can get out of guys. No, no, no. We're getting down there for a field goal. They kick the field goal. They're celebrating at the end of the field with their fans. This was great. Jake Fromm was a hero. I mean, come on. For the first time since 2019, Jake Fromm was relevant. I mean, Joey Uh, Sly celebrated all the uh, Washington players over the course of the week, including an offensive lineman saying, ah, this doesn't mean blank and whatever. And then they're doing the gritty and they're running around like lunatics. And then after the the interception at the end, it's all sprint down to the end zone. You've got the owner high five and everybody just like he was shaking Joe Buck's hand up in the booth again. I mean, it was everything you could want. And those fans in attendance, they stayed till the final gun because that game mattered. 273. I celebrate them all. Biggest win for the commanders since they won the Super Bowl in 92 over the Bills. No question about Biggest it. Biggest win. I mean, I we, we had, had some highlights with RG3. Yeah, and they had a couple of playoff games, but yeah. nothing. They yeah. not. They, they, this is the biggest win they've had in 30 years. 30 years. They stopped the Ravens' just reign of terror in the preseason with win after win. You didn't think they were ever going to lose again. Yeah. And Joey Sly makes the biggest kick in preseason football history. But this is no like the 56-game hitting streak. I mean, it's never going to get broken. No, right, because a- eventually we're going to 18 regular season games and we're going to be down to two preseason games. So well, I, mean, I, don't know. I, I don't know. Can a team win two preseason games every for year? 14 for, years? For 14 years? For 12, years? 13 years? No. Hey, if you focus on the excellence of the preseason like the Ravens have, you can do it, man. Well, I you mean, that just, is it. You don't just win 24 games by not caring about winning. You don't, you don't win 24 well, but games. You know what the you other thing you need, though, is continuity in your coaching staff and consistency in the organization and I said it purposefully uh, that way, is we don't have that in the NFL. You got four or five teams that you could say, hey, that coach might be here in in three or four years, let alone a dozen. So, I mean, I think that matters too because, I mean, it becomes personal for Harbaugh. Well, it's it's personal. Well, I, I think he's probably going to resign today after the this disgrace of the loss. Last, yes, I expect the press conference, teary eyed press conference. That he's is it going to be because of the loss, or is yeah, it going to oh, be yeah, because yeah. he's mad at the NCAA for suspending no. his brother? No, 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 no. He, no. What's going to happen is he's going to resign. They're going to name Jim Harbaugh the head coach. Okay. Jim Harbaugh is going to come coach the Ravens, and he's going to go coach Michigan. That's how it's going to go. But he'll be very teary eyed. He'll be very sad. He'll talk about letting down the Ravens fan base, letting down everybody in the organization, and. It, just can't just can't, can't live with myself and he's gonna walk away he's premiering walk away. after labor day brother swap it's gonna happen that's a tv show see that's a show see that's a show here it is now before your mind gets in the gutter here's the show hey, man, here's it's brother a family swap. show in the middle of the day here's brother swap here's brother swap right it's two identical twins switch jobs unbeknownst to everybody for like a week now it can't be. Now it's got to be. It's really weird if you got a bunch of like infighting and they've got beef that they the other brother doesn't let them know about. Yeah, maybe exactly. there's yeah. a romantic relationship yeah. that's just starting to spring, and, and and this creates an entirely different wrinkle. Yeah, no, no. There's no there's no evidence going in, and every day you're allowed to ask like one question about the people at work. Okay, right. But it's got it's got to be vetted because you can't just say, "Oh, this person is someone who <laughs> manages a bank, and the, and the other brother is a brain surgeon." Well, you can't just have that. Well, you I got mean, that. But it would be kind of funny, right? You got the brother who's normally uh, just sits in meetings. He, he's got good ideas, but it's all normally on, on email. And then all of a sudden, he's eviscerating people in a meeting and throwing pens at them. Like, Come on, that's the dumbest idea. You're wasting my time. The guy, the guy pretending to be a doctor would go in to be like Leo and catch me if you can. Do you concur, doctor? What? Do you concur? I, I concur. I concur. Oh, concur I should have concurred. I concur. I, I concur. That's a bit. But there you go. Brother swap. Write it down. I'm telling you, patent that idea. Let's go. Brother swap is a show. Brother swap is a show. Uh, so, yeah, look, it was the biggest kick in preseason history. And it was incredible. It was an incredible moment. It was may- maybe outside of the Super Bowl. The greatest moment in football history you will get in 2023. And here's how the game-winning field goal sounded on the Commander's Radio Network. All right, here we go. Kick is good. And with nine seconds left, the Commanders are on top by one. We use the big boys on now. We use oh, ESPN's yeah. call on that. Whoa. Well, because the, the local call, Whoa. I mean, at least identified the long snapper whose job it was to make this all go. And that's Cameron Cheeseman. 
<laughs> you you hear the you hear the call. You hear how loud the yes. fans were for that field goal. It was like the end of a regular well, season. Forty nine's it not a gimme, <laughs> right? It's Joey Sly. Because uh, you and I were on air, and I'm like, are they going to use uh, – is it Sly, or do they have another kicker in camp yeah. that they just, they're going to have him come out and super tow this thing? Here and comes then he Mark Mosley. Folk hero. Uh, and you think, of it, you think it's just uh, us, uh, you know, having fun with this preseason game. Troy Aikman, after the game, said best preseason game he's ever been a part of. Of course, because they coached it like it was a regular season game. Both yeah. sides wanted to win. The commanders wanted to break the streak of their arch rivals. The Ravens wanted to keep winning, and they treated it like this is regular season, man. It was that was so much fun at the. I've never had that much fun at the end of a preseason game because you know I don't bet preseason, unlike you. I don't bet preseason games, so it's like well, they okay. were given three. I mean, it was no, a I- field goal <laughs> game, and then it got to live betting where it was the Ravens minus seven and a half, which I thought was getting greedy. So plus seven and a half seemed like an easy score but to have them come back and win outright I mean come on Sam Howell Sam 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 now I'm glad you brought up Sam Howell Jason Smith Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today the three quarterbacks who are taking over new this year after being in the league right we've had Sam Howell taking over in Washington Desmond Ritter taking over Atlanta and Jordan Love taking over in Green Bay Love gets gets all the headlines you saw Howell play a great game last night, right? He was terrific in the first half. Hopefully McLaurin is okay. He left the game with an injury. Dotson's a really good weapon. He's going to probably be the new number one receiver in Washington this year. They got a couple of their, – their running game is okay enough. All three of these teams that we're looking for – I feel like like so many people are looking for reasons to say, oh, they need a new quarterback, these guys stink. They're all going to be fine. They're all going to be fine. They may not be great teams, but it's not going to be because of their quarterback, right? Howell could have been a number one or number two overall pick once upon a time. He was talked about that that type of, of potential heading into his senior year. He didn't have a great senior year. He fell on the draft. But he's a good player, and he's had a year to sit, and they didn't rush him in. He's going to be fine. Ritter's going to be fine. He'll be thrown to those running backs out, out in the backfield. He's going to go 15 out of 17 in the first half every week for like 75 yards. He's going to be he's going to be just fine. It'll be like a video game. And Jordan Love is going to be fine. He already is fine. He gets so much attention and so much scrutiny because he's taking over for Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? He's not going to be Rodgers because that's not the offense the Packers are running. The Packers are running an offense that's more built on the 49ers, sledgehammer, two running backs, our quarterback makes plays. He's not going to win a passing title because that's not what the Packers want. They want to move on from the reliant on the quarterback and Rodgers throwing the football 45 times a game. They want to move on from that. They've wanted to do that for two years. Now they can. Look at the offense they run. Watch their preseason games. This is a team that's going to run that kind of offense, sledgehammer down the field, hoping Love can make plays here and there, will make plays with his legs when they need to, and they'll put points on the board. All three of these teams, there's, oh, there's doom and gloom, especially in Green Bay. Oh, it's trying to, it's going to be fine. All these guys are going to be fine. Well, with Green Bay, last year, their defense was a disappointment. When they needed a play and needed a stop, they couldn't get it. And particularly in the first half of the year, as Rodgers was getting his timing down with the young receivers, you know, after taking the offseason off for ayahuasca retreats and darkness holds and whatever else he was going on, playing some D&D or, or, or whatever. But the, the fact of the matter is you got Aaron Jones to come back to team with A.J. Dillon. You're going to run the ball. And those guys are going to handle it, what, 35 times between the two of them? Dobbs and Watson have acquitted themselves quite nicely. And if the defense is even remotely better, you're still a winning squad. It just doesn't have to be the sex appeal of a guy throwing for 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns. With Ritter waiting on Cordero Patterson to get healthy and then wondering if he gets spun off at some point based on the depth they have at running back. But you got Pitts when healthy has proven to be a, a top five top seven tight end, and I'm not just talking fantasy football, talking in the game at this point. The guy creates separation, goes and gets the ball. Drake London, last year, for whatever they had running in that offense, he at times showed the the breakout potential. So you got playmakers, and you're going to run the ball, grind out games, and Ritter just doesn't have to throw up on himself. So, and Sam Howell, you and I agree. Logan Thomas waiting to see how much he's available. There's another safety valve for you at the tight end position. McLaurin, uh, from the reports we saw this morning, looks like he's not ruled out for for week one, right? Because there were initially concerns that maybe he misses the first couple of weeks. Well, it's not going to be 
something that goes away instantly and he's going to be sore, but it looks like it's something he's probably going to be able to play through. You talk about the the dual running back equation that you have there, a good offensive line. Yeah, I mean, you, you got a lot of stuff going on that, that works. I, I'm all for it. I think all three of these guys have the uh, potential to be nice and right in the middle of the pack uh, in terms you. of their statistics, and their teams will not be the worst for the wear uh, because of them. There, there are a lot more uh, concerning options out there at the quarterback position. Yeah, they'll meet each other on their long journey to the middle. No, they're that's be, it. They're the Packers se- could surprise, <laughs> but the other had, two teams yes. are, are to the yes. middle. But it's going to be, hey, we're seven and ten. What does that mean? Does that mean we make changes? Does that mean we don't? That's like the worst because you're oh, like, sure. well, do we make a lot of changes? We don't. We were seven and ten. If a couple of things go our way, we're ten and seven, and we're on the way. Do we make change? Do we? Ah, we're kind of stuck. Yeah, that they're going to be stuck. Hey, but it's the quarterbacks are going to be fine. All three of these guys are going to be just fine. Jordan Love. Zowie Z. Yeah, watch Jordan Love. Watch Jordan Love. He's gonna be he's he's gonna be better than expected. The Packers are the Packers offense will move. And again, this is how they're building the team. They expect that. And you hit on the big thing there with their defense because they wanted to make a a 49ers carbon copy. Great defense, sledgehammer off, and the defense didn't play well enough last year. That that's the big thing. That was the big disappointment for them. And as long as they as long as they play the way they are expected to this year, look, suddenly the Packers are gonna be in it every week they're going to be a 500 type team that boy they're winning can they go on a run here hey jordan love made this big play in, in the clutch right here ran for that first down on fourth and nine and then got the team in field goal range to win the game he's going to make the plays that the packers want him to make like i said him howell ritter all good but in that division last point how do you try to sell me wholeheartedly on the lions vikings or bears you can't. Oh, I'll, sell, I'll sell. Come on, I'll sell you on the Lions. And the, I told you I like the Bears to win that division. Right, but my point is that folks that are going all in and just throwing the Packers to the wayside, just saying, "Well, these other teams are far better." Like you're kidding yourself. Yeah, Stop no, no, lying to the people. N- nobody's gonna be. <laughs> nobody's gonna be. Th- 13 and 4. Like someone's going to win that division at 10 and 7. You know, maybe 9 and 8 is enough to win it. But hey, the Lions could do it, the Bears could do it, Packers could do it. Anybody that is the most wide open division in the NFL. Anybody can win it. Any team can win that division. And it's not like oh, well, the one team at the bottom can't. No, any team can win that division. Any team can. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb on the day that will forever be known as the day after the Ravens' win streak ended at 24. Well, coming up next, we got big quarterback news. A guy I've been waiting for all preseason long is going to make his debut with his new team. Plus, it's going to be easier than you think to get Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. That's next right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boy, this song will make you want to grow up and be a bassist. Hey, man, I could be featured in a song. This is awesome. I dig it. Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. In for Doug Gottlieb today, live from the TireRack.com studios. Well, I know, we're still dealing in the aftermath of the Commanders breaking the Raven streak from a night ago. Oh, my goodness. It's, just, I, it's hard, Mike. It's, we live in a different world than we did. We all went to bed last night. But it that's just it. Everything. The everything. preseason and NFL 2023 officially arrived last night. Mm. For the Hall of Fame pageantry and Aaron Rodgers on hard knocks, calling plays for Zach Wilson, all of that. Love the Hall of Fame uh, induction and everything else and all the other preseason that we've seen and starters getting back on the field. That's all fine and good. Last night was football, football, Mm -hmm. right? That was a different feel all the way to the end. And folks that want to dismiss it, uh, another preseason game. It's like, you know what? Go do something else with your lives. That's that's a terrible hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Check your pulse. Go do something. If you don't like that preseason football game, you're not alive. No, my, Get out my, of my, my But my point is, in, in our business, there, there's still a lot of the, ah, it's just preseason or whatever else. Like, then, then you didn't watch it. You didn't pay any attention to it. Because you watch for where teams are, are entrenched, right? There's a lot of these games that are give up, right? Here's the third string guy, and it's like, all right, let's get out of here and let's not get hurt. Last night, as we chronicled, the timeouts, the sideline shots and the angst and guys yelling at each other on missed assignments or tip balls or whatever else, I, it had the feel of a real NFL game. And not just week one. I'm talking there's weight to it. And yes, we may have hyped it up because, well, that's what we do and we're, and we're pretty good at it. But there, there was juice to this game as opposed to the normal, all right, Get out healthy and move on. No, this mattered. And the next game that matters is Saturday. Why is this? Because we got news a day ago. Aaron Rodgers. 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 Aaron Rodgers will make his Jets debut Saturday against the Giants. Well, Zach Wilson showed you everything you needed for him to be the starter. Why would you He's, play uh, Yeah. Why now, would you yeah, risk now, now, now Aaron Rodgers has to say, hey, you got to go beat that guy out now. Nobody completes five-yard passes now like Zach Wilson. You he think Zach really, Wilson, he, yeah, he really completed crawling. that 57-yarder. Don't go trying to take that away. He, he threw it up in the air because Aaron Rodgers told him to. Hey, throw it up deep to Malik. Okay. Oh, wow, look at that. That worked. That worked great. That was fantastic. That was a great toss. Uh, but I got a bigger point on Rodgers first. But here, here's here's good what's going on now. He's going to play Saturday, and Robert Sala, Jets head coach, was asked about playing Rodgers in a preseason game that doesn't matter. And Sala said, "Hey, man, can't coach scared. Take you can't play. coach scared. You can't play scared. You know, you can you can slip out of your car and have something happen to you. But uh, you know, we'll be knock on wood. Everyone will be fine. You know, you see some of the great ones out there. You know, Kansas City's playing their guys. Buffalo's playing their guys. It's it's not uncommon 
Okay, well, first of all, I like how we put that out there in the universe. You could slip in your car and have something happen to you. Robert Sala, wear, wear extra <laughs> shoes with extra tread on them because you're going to slip falling out of your he car. He knocked wood, and then yeah. he name-checked the two teams they're chasing in the AFC. Exactly, exactly. Well, look, the other good teams are doing it. I don't yeah, want to look like I'm a lesser-than coach with a lesser-than team. We're going to play our guy, too. And I'm glad he said you can't coach scared, and and I get that because he makes great points. So as a Jet fan, I'll be the one that is fa- fanning. If he's coaching, am I fanning? Am I what am I? My fanning? Am I fanning? Fanning, I, whatever I'm you de- want. I mean, Dakota he didn't have a fanning? good analogy for it though. Am like, I L fanning? Fanning. Fanning. L or Dakota? I mean, both I'll had be, fantastic careers. I'll be the one fanning scared because I sit back and go, "It's the Jets." Yes, it's not the Chiefs or the Bills. Nothing will happen to those teams. It's the Jets. Something will happen to us. I've watched quarterbacks get knocked out against the Giants in the last few. I watched Chad Pennington break his wrist and turn what could have been an incredible season into one where ah, uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Mark Sanchez because. Rex Ryan really wanted to win the Snoopy Bowl. Puts him in the fourth quarter behind backup offensive linemen. He gets hurt and misses time. And we ex- accelerate the Geno Smith era. No, I've seen quarterbacks. I've seen Jets quarterbacks go down against the Giants and get hurt. So I'll be the one. I'll be fan. If he's coaching scared, I'll be fanning scared. I'll be fanning scared the whole time. It'll be, <laughs> let me see you throw. But the biggest thing it's going to be is throw and get out of the game. 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 Keep everybody when away from the, the injury cart. When do I see him get out of the game? That's a great throw. Get him out of the game. He takes a step. Get him out of the game. Get him out. 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 That's what I want to see. I, I want to see him out of the game. Because I get it. Yes, he needs reps. It's a new team. It's a new offense. I understand all of this. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be panicked like a lunatic because it's the Jets. If I was a fan of a different team, I would say things are probably going to be fine. Everything's probably going to be okay. Mahomes will be okay. Josh Allen will be okay. All those guys. No, who's the guy who's going to get dinged up? It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Because then it's going to be Zach Wilson. Hey, now we get to rely on Zach Wilson. No, I'll be the one. I'll be fanning scared all the way until he comes out of the game against the Giants on Saturday. Yeah, but you buried the lead. They've now named Mekhi Becton a starter. He's ready to go. Yeah, just that's just what you want, to have a new uh, <laughs> offensive lineman named the week you're going to play for the first time. That's exactly what you want. Hey, let's get a new guy in hey. there. I mean, you wanted a you know a reaction. You wanted a uh, a decision made in terms of the uh, shuffle up and deal offensive line you've been watching these last couple of weeks. You got your guy. I had a lot of stats cited about how clean he'd been these last workouts and enjoyed sure. practices and everything. Else. Sure, yeah, just, just stay away want. from the injury cart. And really, what they need Aaron Rodgers to do is essentially have one of those Peyton Manning Week 16. Uh, deals from years ago where he'd come out, take a snap or two, and then do the Queen's wave and go to the sideline, and then Jim Sorge would come running in. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see him leave the field actually in the middle of a play after he has thrown the ball, and he just immediately runs aside. Throw the oh, interception I, I a, and just duck I made to the sideline. I made a great throw down the sideline to Lazard. I'm running off, but the play's not over. Nope, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm getting off the field while I can. Just do it. Uh, you know, as long the as the thing- calves come with him, it'll be okay. The other thing about Rodgers is this, right? And and think about this. You're watching Hard Knocks tonight. You've seen the highlights and they've been all over the internet. Oh, look, really, the big story of football, the only story in football for the last few months has been Rodgers with the Jets. What's going to happen? He's finally there. You watch him and you see how it easy he is sitting there with the headset on, how at ease he is with his teammates, how at ease he is with the coaches, how at ease he is with the officials and the and the players on the other team. And I sit here and go... Uh, then you watch him see things. Oh, on, on this play, so-and-so is going to be open. This is where the ball is going to wind up going, and that's where the ball winds up getting. Oh, this guy was open on here. You need to see that and hit him here. and see. I watch him, and I go, if he wanted to, and I don't know that he wants to because he likes to do other things. He likes to go on darkness retreats and drink ayahuasca tea and all kinds of stuff like that. But if he wants to, he looks like the guy that could go right from the playing field to being a head coach of an NFL team. He could walk right in. He'd have the immediate cachet of all the players. He would be the head coach of the offense. He'd hire like a Wade Phillips. You coach the defense. We're all good. You stay out of your way. I'll stay out of mine. Uh, and he would be, and he would be the next big time head coach in the NFL. Because you just, you just see how natural he is at it. He looks like the head coach already. And Salah looks like the position coach running up and down the field, going, "Yeah, big hit, big hit, big hit," with the backwards hat on and that. Yeah, big hit. Wait, yeah, big you, play, you don't big think play. that's the dynamic like already in place? <laughs> Well, why do, you, why do really. you say it looks like? Well, because eventually he's going to be on the field throwing the football, so he's not going to be on the sideline. So he, he can't be on the Doesn't sideline. Doesn't mean he's not running stuff. 
you know, Ricky Bobby, how could you win if I win? If you win. So he's got to do it. But, no, he could go right from – he looks like he can go right from, from playing into being a head coach. And it would be, it would be seamless. It would be seamless for him getting up there. No, I, I think you're right if he wanted to and he wanted to take the pay cut and work the long hours and do all that. Now, you know, he could also institute the paradigm shift of I'm not doing these crazy hours. I'm doing my research in between looking for what's in the great beyond in ayahuasca retreats, darkness retreats, all of those things. I'm going to go walk the earth with Miles Teller, all of those things you could do and, and still technically be doing your job, right? It's like billable hours for a lawyer. They're on the treadmill watching some bad reality show, but they thought about your case for five minutes. So they're going to charge you. Likewise, Aaron Rodgers could be doing that in, in a coaching world. I visualized you being able to make this throw. Let's now work on that. It's like, but we haven't worked on it for weeks, coach. No, no, come on, sit with me. And let's visualize you throwing Garrett Wilson open against the Patriots defense. It may be suffocating, but exhale. It's going to be okay. I can totally see it. Yeah, he can easily do it. Except I can also see him walking the earth like Kane and Kung Fu, never to be seen again unless he's going to a uh, Halloween party dressed as John Wick again. All right, but everybody – well, that'd be pretty cool. But, but like, everybody – every few years there's someone who breaks the mold, right, becomes the new age – Something, right? The new, oh, the new way. They, they turned the, the this coach. position on oh, its ear, right? You see guys, like, guys that come in, oh, they turn the running back position on their ear because this person can do all three things. They can run, they can catch, they can pass, protect. They're a unicorn. Oh, you see it all the time. Rodgers could be that new age coach that can still do things like that and be really successful. Why can't you? He's, been the, he's, he's going to the Hall of Fame, been this successful, this kind of person for a long time. Why can't he continue on? Hey, I'm unavailable this week. But we're evaluating players for the draft. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I know what I want. I'm good. I'm going in the darkness. I'll see you guys next week. But, but the draft will have been over. Ah, you guys will pick who you want to pick. I'll make it work. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But hey, just remember, that kind of guy. the other part of his entire process here is to get everybody to stop slandering the name of Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> so everything he does, you watch how effusive with praise he is of his guy. No matter how great he may be, it's all going to be about what Hackett did for him. And you got, and he's got, and he's well, he's going to need an offensive coordinator when he becomes a head coach. He's going to need the. He's going to need. Why no you don't need to put a guy? Hackett. Why? Why are you paying the position? Well, you have to have some guy call. You don't have, no, oh, yeah. you can do it yourself. You got no, no. What do you always say? No, don't go against you just because you want to go anti Aaron Rodgers. Don't go anti your philosophy. Well, you Mike McCarthy's going to do everything no, no, no. this year. Isn't no, he? no. You always say you need a fall guy. You always say oh, you get do yourself need a fall, a fall guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so if it goes bad, he needs a fall guy no, to say that's... this guy's not executing my offense. Don't go back on what you always. No, say. You, you do always have to have a fall guy around. Yeah, no, that, that is true. But it doesn't have to be a, a guy that actually has the coordinator tag. Because, I mean, you can only keep up that charade of him calling plays for so long. Yeah, but still, I mean, he's, a, so you, you he's just have a, f- a position coach or no, no, you no. blame the defense for no, not but you, you know, but you gotta have, off the field. But, dude, you got to have a fall guy that people will understand as a fall guy. Everybody already hates Nathaniel Hackett because he was a horrible head coach. So if you want to blame him, people are going to go, oh, yeah, of course. I, I mean, the decision to hire him uh, at first is, is what's it. But, yeah, no, I understand that he's bad. No, he's, a, he's, he's already got built-in failure fall guy to him. Uh, you, you, you got that. That's that. That's a genius move right there. I don't want to bring in like some. Well, I mean, that's like Sean Payton in Denver. He's got Russell Wilson. If it goes bad, I mean, he's already set it up. Last year, it was all Hackett's fault. I'm a wizard. So if it goes bad here, it's all on you. No, it's got to have it all set up now. It's it's all it's it's genius move. Do you think Russell Wilson was nervous when Drew Brees showed up today? Uh, (laughs) And he starts taking snaps and throwing. Hey, uh, Russell, just I want want you to see something for a little bit. Uh, Twitter (laughs) at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. Just think about that for a second. Aaron Rodgers, NFL head coach. Jets head coach Aaron Rodgers had this to say about the upcoming matchup with the Patriots and their new head coach, Brian Dable. Wow, so he's already had a bloodless coup and he's eliminated Robert Sala. Just think about that. Just that fast. Look what you did there. Do you think if things go bad and and Aaron Rodgers walked into Woody Johnson's office, like above above Joe Douglas, walked in and said, listen, uh, next year, here's what I think. Uh, I'm still the quarterback, right? Okay. And I'm going to be the head coach too. 
I'm going to do both things. But, but but I'm calling the plays. I'm doing everything I can. I'm in complete and total control offense on the field. When we come off, our DC can run it. You know, Ulbrich can run it or whatever else you want to bring. They, they can run it. It's, 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 it's fine. I'm going to bring in a defensive coordinator, and it's going to be all good. And Woody Johnson is going to say, oh, I don't have to pay a head coach five no, or six No, 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 you do because, okay, I mean, look, Rodgers is going to want that. Um, yeah, Salah's not making any more than like three or $4 million, though. Yeah, so, I mean, that, look, Aaron Rodgers is not taking on that job for another 3 to $4 million. No, 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 no. He, no, he, 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 he you need more you, than you, that. You think he wouldn't want to be the first uh, uh, quarterback head coach in the NFL? Of course he would. Are you kidding? Of course he would. It'd be, nah, I think if we go awesome. back in the annals of history, we'll find plenty <laughs> of guys that did that before they were uh, running around on milk trucks or delivering beer in the offseason. Time to find out what's trending right now in the wide world of sports from someone who lost, I believe, 10 grand (laughs) on the Commander's win over the Ravens last night. Monty Bolaños. Monty! Not at all. Remember, I went to Taylor Swift, so I have no money anymore. So I can't place any bets. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Says, you can't say that to me. We don't have the, the same financials. It's way different. Well, the I had dollar amount is still the dollar amount. No, 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 no. So I can't make any bets now. But it is nice to be working with you during daytime, fellas. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah. yeah. Monty, look, to make, to make Harmon's money, well, here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do. I'll tell you exactly how to make Harmon's money. You have to buy some kind of either card collection or or memorabilia off the internet and try to sell it at a higher value. I mean, that you is... Gotta, you you, you got to try to flip memorabilia. Right. you got to be a memorabilia flipper. That's no, how you yeah, make Harmon's that's money. Hard. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of that's a lot of time and dedication well, to find those items. Hustle. I know. Do you, do, you, yeah. do you want it or not? I, mean, I do want it. it. You're right, Jason. I want it. <laughs> you gotta want it. No. Harmon Harmon's got a lot of cards going out to get graded right yeah, now. And nice. ninety nine dollars. I'll give you my uh, my quick guide <laughs> but, to learning this. <laughs> ser- but seriously, aren't you scared to send them out to get like graded that they don't come back the same? I'd be so scared. No, I mean, look. After all these years in the business, are, are there some concerns? Of yeah. The process. And the subjectivity of said grading, sure. Uh, But the results are are there. I I always fear that. that It's like, what if I don't get the same card back? How do I know? You know what I mean? So I'm always like, how do you do this? Send in the ones that are serially numbered. Because they can't flip those. Harmon sent out a Honus Wagner to get graded eight years ago. He's still waiting. (laughs) Yeah, still waiting. (laughs) We're almost done with it. I'm still staring at you every night, Smith. Well, obviously, Jason is excited to see Aaron Rodgers play on Saturday against the Giants. The Buccaneers officially named Baker Mayfield their starting quarterback. Seahawks rookie wide receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba, I love that name, is having wrist surgery today for an injury sustained in Saturday's preseason game. But there is a chance that he'll be ready for week one. This is according to ESPN. Commanders wide receiver Terry McLaurin's toe showed no major injury when they did the MRI. So there's optimism that he's going to be ready for a week one. He is considered, though, day to day. The NBA has fined James Harden $100,000 for publicly publicly saying he would not perform the services called for under his player contract unless he was traded to another team and then also called him a liar. And in Major League Baseball, Ray shortstop Wander Franco has been placed on administrative leave as MLB and Dominican Republic authorities continue to investigate his alleged relationships with underage girls. Back to you guys. Thanks a bunch, Monty. Yeah. Now, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for the. I've been waiting to do. How would Berman announce the Jackson Smith Najigba injury? You ready? You oh ready? How does it happen? Here we go. Here you go. I've been practicing this one. Here we go. And while the Seahawks were hoping he'd be ready for the start of the regular season, I'm sorry, Smith Jackson. You might not be able to play Week One, TJ. You didn't get the outcast. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. You didn't get the outcast on that? Oh, come on. I don't know. The inflection didn't work. I'm sorry, yes, Smith thank Jackson. You. I, I, I even did that. I'm sorry, Smith Jackson. I even did that. I even did that. I couldn't do it high. I'm so, if you could have gone high pitched, Berman, I think I we would have yeah. might have been a long time. Back, 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 back. No, I, I, I even practiced that. Oh, wow. All right, all right. Solid all effort. Right. Solid all right, effort. Good job. Good effort. Appreciate it, Monster. Appreciate it. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Sorry, X. X at How About a Fresca. X at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today. Coming up next, it's going to be easier than you think to get Jonathan Taylor if your team wants him. Start making those calls. This is Fox Sports Radio.
It's the final week in our summer of Tire Rack Sweepstakes. We've had two winners so far that have taken home a set of four brand-new tires, Anthony K. from Huntingbird, Indiana, and Nelson L. from Roswell, Georgia. And one last winner still up for grabs. Our third winner is going to be picked on Sunday to win a set of four tires plus installation, taxes, and fees valued at up to $1,500. Enter daily at foxsportsradio.com, and every single day you get a fresh new entry and an additional chance to win. And it's free to register. To enter and get rules during the this final week of the sweepstakes, visit foxsportsradio.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My impression was for real. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Doug Gottlieb today. I mean, really, I'm sorry, Smith Jackson. It was perfect. Ah, that worked. 
You got to get that woo or it doesn't work. I know. That's true. That's true. Maybe I could have sold it that way. I could. You know what? No, I'll save that. I'll save that for for another time. I'll save for another time. Okay. Um, If you want Jonathan Taylor, Mm -hmm. call the Colts. This is not me saying it, even though we told you on August 8th, hey, this is a situation that is untenable. You can blame who you want. You can blame Jonathan Taylor for being uh, too uh, crazed in the beginning. But Jim Ursay has made this happen. When he came out and said, hey, you want to be traded? If I die tomorrow and you're not in the league, no one's going to miss us. Yeah, that was going to push Jonathan Taylor away from the Colts, and it's going to make it impossible for him to come back. And what did we get a day ago? The Colts are allowing Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs in the NFL, to pursue his own trade. Not only that, we find out what the Colts want back in return. They want a first-round pick or the equivalent of one for Jonathan Taylor. I get that running backs have never been at a lower value than they're at, but still, Taylor is a big get for a team. And you're talking about a first-round pick, or maybe that's a second and a third. Maybe that's two seconds to turn for for Jonathan Taylor. You can have him this year, extend him for a year, however you want to do it. The Colts have done something that no team really does. And this tells you, Mike, how badly they want to get rid of Jonathan Taylor, and he's going to be gone by the weekend. When something like this happens and somebody wants to be traded, if a team wants to hold on to that guy, what do you get? You, We need four first-round picks. We need eight players. We need a new GM, and I want you to fill my soda machine for three years. I'm sick of my guys <laughs> paying for soda, right? They ask for everything, right? He's a star. Just because he wants out, we're allowing him to seek a trade, doesn't mean we're going to give him away. And what happens? You have to slog through it, right? And it gets difficult because it's harder to make a trade. The Colts have streamlined this process. We want a first-round pick or the equivalent of one. That's it. Now, other teams know exactly what they have to offer. It's not, we're going to call, they're going to ask for the moon, we're going to lose interest. No, now they have made it easy to trade. And this is true in the NFL or fantasy football. you got to make it easy for somebody to make a trade with if you want it to happen. They have decided to not do that, to say, this is what we want. Jim Ursay wants Jonathan Taylor gone. He wants him out. He wants to move on with Anthony Richardson as a starting quarterback and whatever else they get, whoever the running back is, whether it's Deion Jackson or Evan Hull, whoever it's going to be, or they get somebody back, whatever it is, they want to move on. He is itchy to get Jonathan Taylor gone, hence the very easy, streamlined asking price. He's going to be traded by the end of this week. Yeah, I don't think they're they're itchy to get rid of him, but you'd be silly not to at least say, all right, Come to me the best offer. I mean, this isn't Ursa is very quick to go to X or Twitter or to get in front of a microphone, which is part of what exacerbated all this. And, and by the way, I still stand up and say he didn't say anything wrong in the process here. Uh, so he just shouldn't have said it out loud. He well, just, you, you don't, you don't, you don't do that to your best player. You don't, you don't make it combative and tell your best player if you're not on the team, nobody's going to care. Well, but here's the thing: that. why it's not so easy is that not only do you have to agree to to trade him and whatever that compensation is, the new team has to recognize, all right, this guy's coming in. He he wants a new deal. Like that's the other part that goes into this. Right, it's not that Jonathan Taylor is is just going to say, "Hey, I'm happy to go over there, and, and we'll figure out the dollars next year." I don't think he hates the Colts that much. <laughs> like he sure wants he his money now. That's what he wanted. So if you're going to get dealt somewhere else, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not giving you twelve million dollars a year. We're not extending you." How does that help anything? He's going to be no, salty at a new gonna, owner too. No, we'll just see if they're my- dumb enough to get in front of a microphone uh, and whoever, follow up on Ursay. Now, look, whoever whoever trades for him is going to trade from with that kind of, of stipulation. Okay, we're not going to give you any more money this year because you're at four million and you're coming off an injury. Now we're but, he's, that, he's but see now you're going into back. my my no. argument. All this with but the injury and back. with all of that. But it's one injury. It's not like he's been injured his whole career. He's had one injury. He played in eleven games last year, and he's scheduled. He'll, he'll likely be healthy, fully healthy by the end of September. So, okay, so $4 million for this year, and then, hey, we'll extend you for a year and $12 million for next year to accept this trade. And he's either got $12 million that he doesn't have already that he has now, and he'll, ta- he'll say, okay, great, I'm there, and you're going to have to go year to year. That's the future for running no, backs as much as get paid. I want to see That's him get future. traded to the uh, Dolphins to make your life miserable. Don't make that. They, don't they that talked the about it. They've got don't seven. Put that out well, there. I mean, they've don't got seven. They even talked about it this morning. It's like, yeah, we have seven running backs we like here. 
Yeah, okay, good, good. Don't put that out there. I don't need him in the AFC East. I don't need him there. Well, but that's kind of where he belongs. That's probably no, the no, best to, to go and thwart. I mean, because they got snubbed by Dalvin Cook. Yeah. No, but even look at him. AFC he East. shows up for $7 million. Yeah. You're going to take yeah. Jonathan Taylor coming off an injury. We have no idea how healthy he is right now. Is it that so he they, just didn't want to be there? Is he is he still got an in, ankle injury? Because if he still has an ankle injury, I don't want any part of him. He still has to. He's, 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 this is not something that's going to keep him out forever. This is him coming off an injury. And he wouldn't take – you don't think he'd take $12 million for next year? Running back's got to go year by year. That's but how that's they're going to wind up getting paid. He's going to make $4 million if he shows up to work this year. And he could make $12 million next. You know, we'll have more on this, plus another big story out of football, a big suspension, and how that affects the NFL. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.